anything is wrong. So, a few brief words. A tale of two philosophers. Um, there's two stories about um, two different philosophers, two different men who came to question the Buddha. Um, they, they're often, one of them's a koan called an outsider comes to question the Buddha or a philosopher. And uh, he, he treats each one quite differently in the way he responds to them. So the first one comes and, and he asks the Buddha, um, what is the essence of your teaching? And the Buddha just sits there like that. <coughs> noble silence. And one assumes um, that in checking this man out and where he was at, he kind of got the impression that he was really just stuck in his head and it wouldn't matter what he said to him, he'd just be stuck in the words and go around in the words and debate them. So he thought, there's no point saying any words to this man, so I'll, I'll just I'll just show him the Dharma. I'll just sit here and say nothing. Right? And then the second story is another man who comes and, and asks the Buddha, what's the essence of your teaching? And the Buddha must have sensed that this guy was really serious about it, you know, like it wasn't just some intellectual thing he really wanted to know. And the Buddha says to him, that, Look, what the essence is, is, and I'm paraphrasing it, he says, when you hear, just hear, and when you see, just see, and when you smell, just smell, and when you taste, just taste. That's the essence of my teaching. Mm-hmm. And if you look at this, uh, it means to um, it means to experience our life according to those basic principles of the Four Noble Truths. You've heard me say it many, many times, and I'll probably say it many more times again, because I think it's really a core teaching that the, it's at the essence of what we do. And it's really important to emphasise it and, and repeat it, is that grasping and rejection um, are the causes of suffering. And, uh, and the whole point of doing meditation practice, you know, we're doing Zen practice in general, is to unravel that grasping and rejection in the way that we relate to experience so that we're no longer um, held in the grip of it, then you're free when that happens. Mm -hmm. And I'm also reminded in in thinking of this of the words um, of an old um, Zen Chinese poem that we used to recite um, all, during every session with the Sydney Zen Centre with the Dhan and Sangha called Shodoka and the words which are again sort of very confronting tough words in the usual Zen style is holding and rejection these are but skillful lies students who do zazen by such lies love thievery in their own children mm-hmm. tough confronting words Holding and rejecting, these are but skillful lies. In other words, holding and rejection, rejecting is the same as grasping and aversion. They're just words for the same process. But if you do sazen, um, and holding can be um, trying to hold on to the moment, you know, or holding on to an expectation, 
if you if you're doing it with that intention in mind and you're trying to reject something um, reject an experience reject your experience of who you are or the circumstances in your life and you're trying to self-improve for instance all of that is holding and rejecting and in those tough but clear words they're, they're just skillful lies if you if you do sarsin um, with that grasping and aversion going on and you're not addressing it or seeing it for what it is then then meditation just becomes kind of another another trap in your life so it's important um, to be very clear about that it can sarsin can be done in a way where you're expecting some kind of certain experience to arise that might be like bliss or peace or clarity and you're holding to the expectation and then when you get a glimpse of it you hold on to it and if you do that then then you're not untangling it's not un, it's not unraveling um, this can happen more obvious levels and also at much more subtle levels as you go through practice now some of the more obvious things is um, holding on to material things in our lives you know um, other examples are holding on to other people right um, expecting them to do certain things or um, you know um, not letting them go when they need to let go or rejecting and so on that that that's that takes up a lot of our, our human experience life um, holding on to ideas, holding on to opinions, even in the face of new information, yeah, or rejecting things, rejecting ideas, is another example. But just to share with you just a, um, something I was noticing uh, in myself in the last session that we did, I was, I was just contemplating this holding and rejecting kind of experience and just sort of did a a little take on how I was doing zazen, and what I what I noticed in myself, I didn't think particularly I was holding on to an expectation, uh, expecting anything to come up, but what I noticed there was there was just a very slight sort of gripping to experience, like holding to experience, um, gripping to the breath, or trying to trying to make the moment stay in some way. Right? stay as it is you can't make the moment stay as it is it's impossible right? but I noticed this little this little little gripping experience it wasn't very strong but it was there and then when I noticed it and just let go into it then <clears throat> there's even you know a subtle difference to the experience of, of your meditation and, and your just your journey through life if you're free, if you're free of the the grasping and aversion, then whatever comes comes, and whatever goes goes, and there's no there's no self in there holding on to whatever it might be. Um, you get that it's really it really is liberating. Um, you can you can practice that just walking down the street where things are coming into your vision or into your sound and you, you don't 
you just let it, it's like a stream, it just passes through you, you know? Or in the way that you relate to other people, like when you, when you say goodbye, it's kind of like you say goodbye cleanly, there's just a kind of a connection and a, a closeness, and then that's, that, that circumstance has ended and you moved on to something else. You know? But you're not, you're not clinging on to whatever occurred just before. Mm-hmm. So it's all, you know, it's been said many, many times and it's a cliche, but it's true, is that Zen practice is essentially about letting go and just letting, in, letting go into the experience of life as it comes and goes. And when you do that, that's what the Buddha's words are. When you see, you just see without clinging and rejection. And when you hear, you just hear without clinging and rejection. Quite simple. So, we understand it's not about self-improvement because that's holding on to something and often re- re- means holding on to something or, or rejecting something. <coughs> 